Welcome to the ultimate hangout spot for all sports fans. Welcome to your all-access paths to everything sports. Welcome to GNT Sports Talk. And here are your hosts, Julian Gallardi and Bobby Thompson. Welcome back, GNT Nation. It's time for our Week 2 previews. Week 1 is in the books, and we start Week 2 with the game last night, which was a really boring game between the Carolina Panthers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, it's your boy, Bobby Thompson. I'm Julian Gallardi, and full disclosure from last week, Bobby was 10-5-1. I was 8-7-1. I lost the picks again. On to this week, though, I'm off to a good start. The Bucs get the surprise upset, 20-14. to 14. Before the season started, I predicted the Bucs would finish in third and the Panthers would be in last. So maybe there's some merit to what I said. But yesterday, I got to give credit to Todd Bowles, my old coach. His defense showed up. They put the clamps on Christian McCaffrey. 16 carries, 37 yards, and they got it done. Jameis was better. Cam Newton was horrendous. So what were your takeaways from yesterday? Uh, My takeaways were the offensive line of the Carolina Panthers is absolutely atrocious. Cam Newton is playing injured. It's obvious his shoulder is bad. Even though he says it's not, it's it hurts him. You could tell. Hmm. Uh, uh, you when he's not running the ball, that's a problem. It's a problem. Yeah, you're not going to win because that's a big part of their offense too. And the fact that Todd Bowles' defense clamped down and stopped Christian McCaffrey from not only running the ball but pass but catching the ball was amazing to watch. So. Hats off to Todd Bowles. You did a tremendous job. Your game plan was absolutely outstanding. (laughs) I haven't heard that in four years. Yeah, I'll say. (laughs) But I will say um, I'm very impressed yesterday, and you're going to laugh in my face with Jameis Winston. I thought he played very well. He really did. I think Mike Evans, 6 for 89. You know, that's what he does. He did miss Evans in the end zone twice. I'm kind of disappointed because I have Evans in fantasy. However, Chris Godwin is a breakout star. Mm-hmm. He, we predicted this in the offseason, and did. it's coming true. Uh, two takeaways real quick. They did not get the ball to O.J. Howard. I don't like that. I think that's a waste of a talent. Ronald Jones, And too. Ronald Jones. What is with your backfield? Figure it out. Pick a running back and just be uh, – I don't know what they're doing with this. Arians Man. is usually – in my opinion – Barber is good, but I think Rojo He's has a okay lot of upside. At best. He 23 has a lot carries, 86 yards. I mean, yeah, he has a lot of upside. So, yeah, I want to. They got to figure it out. I want to see the guy with more potential rather than the guy who has an okay floor. I mean, the Rojo saga continues in Tampa Bay, obviously, but the Bucks get the win. Panthers 0 2. Is it panic mode in Carolina? Mm, it might be. You're Losing always, two home games at home. Yeah, it's I'm a problem. And, home, you know, so Will Kane said on the radio, I think it might be time if this year they don't do anything and Cam struggles, I think it might be time to cut the cord with this man. Well, you know, they got Will Greer, so he's could be waiting in the wings. Yep, that's but, true. But you know what? We're on to week two, the rest of it, the Sunday slate. And the first game that jumps out at me at 1 o'clock, NFC North rivalry, Bears – not Bears, Packers, and the Vikings. Big rivalry. And we look at this game. Green Bay 1-0, Vikings 1-0. The Packers won ugly last week. Rodgers only threw for 200 yards, but they got the win, and that's what's important. Three-point favorite at home. 
My questions with the Packers, will Aaron Jones get more involved? 16 carries for 39 yards, and didn't really do too much. Will Kirk Cousins throw the ball more than 10 times? I would think so. Will Dalvin Cook keep it going? Those are my main questions for the Packers and Vikings game. Here's my main questions with this is that last week you saw that Kirk Cousins only threw the ball 10 times and Dalvin Cook, eight, he's back to what he was in college. He's not injured. He's healthy. He looks good. I could see them, the game plan, running the ball, but the Packers' defense looked really good, especially against the Bears. Their secondary got better. Their front seven got better. Their pass rush got better. We've explained this already. I think that this game is going to be a lot different. I th- the Vikings' defense did play very well last week. They did. Hats off. It's going to be an interesting game. I think that Rodgers is going to throw a lot more. I think that this D- Rodgers will still be under duress a lot more because they do have good pass rushers in Minnesota. I think that Kirk Cousins is going to have his day cut out for him because the Packers' pass rush is going to come after him too. Um, but my takeaways is this, is, is how Kirk Cousins gets the ball to Thielen and Diggs. I think those are right. big things. They, uh, Dalvin Cook is going to do his thing, but you got to get the ball to your, to Diggs and Thielen because they're going to really move the ball for you. Yeah, this is going to be an exciting game at Lambeau Field. Both teams fighting for the division lead. It's a classic rivalry. I think Packers get this one on 28-24. They cover the three-point spread. I think Aaron Rodgers gets three touchdowns. Aaron Jones busts in for one. Devontae Adams is going to have a big game because he always does, and last week was not his best showing. I think he's going to do better. Actually, he was really one of the few guys making plays, but I think you're going to see over 100 from Devontae Adams. I think Dalvin Cook will still have a good day. I think the Packers will make just enough plays. They'll get in Cousins' grill a little bit. I think he'll throw an interception late that will cost them. I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to go with the Vikings oh, on this wow. one. Oh, wow. we got a lot of different picks this week. This is going to be a fun uh, week. Hopefully I'm, I can get some revenge. Yeah, so I'm going to go with the Vikings on this. I think Diggs is going to have a big day. I think Thielen will get will get eight or nine receptions. Diggs is going to have over 100 yards and a score. Dalvin Cook is going to do exactly what he did last week. He's going to go over 120-plus carries, over 100 yards. He's going to score two TDs. Um, I think that uh, Kirk Cousins is going to have 250 yards, two, two touchdowns. I'm going to go with the Vikings winning this game. 28 to the Packers, 27. You crazy boy. You thought you think this game's in Minnesota? They're going to Lambeau Field, the frozen tundra. The Packers play good at home. The Packers. Get those I, I understand that, wins. but this isn't the frozen tundra today. This is this is September, so it's <laughs> a lot right, different well, ball game. We'll, we'll see. see. I don't know exactly what the weather's gonna be, but go pack go again. I think I'll get them right again, but we'll have to see what happens. Skull. Uh, well, next game up. Are we going to switch the commercial break here? Yeah, we'll switch the commercial right here. All righty. What's up, GT fans? Have you followed our social media pages yet? Follow our Instagram and Twitter pages at GT Sports Talk 2, where we provide your all access pass to everything sports. Once again, that's at GTS Sports Talk 2. Now back to the studio. So. We stay in the NFC North, and we got the Chargers and the Lions. Both have dramatic overtime games, and the Chargers had a win. The Lions had the dreaded tie, of course, and the Chargers are a a two-and-a-half-point favorite, and this game smells trapped to me in Detroit. Really? I'm not exactly sure why. 
it just seems a little bit fishy. I feel like the Chargers need to be favored by more points, and they're not. Also, West Coast teams traveling east for those 1 o'clock games, 80 and 133 within the last 15 years. Wow. So that's an interesting stat. And there's a lot of that happening this week, which is why I wanted to share that. But the Lions, the question is, Will Matt Stafford be able to keep it going? Will they be able to get on Johnson going? He had just 49 yards. The big storyline in this one to me is its quarterback duel. Phillip River versus Matt Stafford. 333 yards, three touchdowns and a pick for Rivers. 385, three touchdowns and no picks for Stafford. So who do you think gets the better end of this quarterback duel? How do you see this one playing out? Well, to start off, Matthew Stafford's playing angry. Last week, if you didn't know, he was extremely angry with um, the Lions play calling. He said at one point he was mouthing off, trust me, because they ran the ball when he could have threw it on a critical third down. So I think he's going to play extremely angry, but he's going up against a defense that is scary, that has great pass rushes, has a great secondary, even though they're missing Derwin James. It's going to be very, very interesting to see how this goes out, especially because the Lions do have a good offensive line so we'll see how they'll protect them but I'm gonna go with the charges on this one I think that Philip Rivers played very well last week you saw Austin Eckler go off last week Mike Evans is dealing with a knee injury we'll, we'll have to monitor that come game time but no no Mike Evans is injured too Mike Mike Williams excuse me Mike Williams is oh, injured okay, okay okay sorry Mike Williams sorry so many all right so Mike Williams is dealing with a knee injury Hunter Henry is injured, so there's a lot of injuries to this offense, but I think they could overcome it because they still have Keenan Allen there, and Austin Eckler is, yeah, he's a lot of pressure on him once again, but he's proven that he could uh, rise to the occasion and get the job done. So I think that with this, I'm going to go with the Chargers on this one. I think the Chargers aren't going to score as much as they did last time. I'm going to go with with that. I'm going to go with 20 to 20, uh, 21-20. Chargers. We're thinking similar, but I got a different result from you. I think Darius Slay is going to do a great job sh- shutting down Keenan Allen. I think the Lions sneak this one out 23-20. I can see a field goal late. I think it's going to be a close game in the fourth quarter. I think Stafford will make a few more plays at home. He's got more to work with this game, especially with the injury concerns. Will Mike Williams play? Hunter Henry's definitely not in there. So we got to see what's going to happen. Will Eckler keep it up? I think Eckler's a great player, and I think he's very solid. But to ask him to repeat that performance is a little bit much for me. So I think the Lions get this one done. I'm going upset in Big D. Wow, okay. Big D's Dallas, but Lions will get the upset in Detroit. Same thing. Okay. That's uh, interesting, but I like it. Okay. All our picks have been different so far. This is really interesting. Yeah, we're going very different this week. So another game. That's a divisional matchup. We're switching to the AFC, Colts and Titans. And the Titans are home. They're 1-0. Colts 0-1. They are also a three-point favorite. Will the Marlon Mack show continue? That's my main question with the Colts. For the Titans, will Derrick Henry stay consistent? Will Mariota be able to do enough to help the Titans win at home? Will he not mess it up? I feel like that's his job, Mariota. I feel like he just has to manage the game, make a few plays, let Derrick Henry run it, defense play well. Cameron Wake got two and a half sacks. Your old buddy Logan Ryan had a sack and a half with an <laughs> INT. Malcolm Butler had a pick six. The Titans' defense was cooking last week. Could they continue to confuse Brissett? Can they get a win at home? I'm going to say the Titans get this one done 27-20. I think the Titans make another statement. They go to 2-0. Ooh, okay. 
Well, here's what I'm going to do. For those of you who don't know, um, Andrew Luck used to beat the crap out of the Titans. The Titans. He abused the Titans. He was abused the Titans. And now without him, you know what? I'm riding with the Colts. I'm riding with Jacoby oh, Brissett wow, on this really one. Oh, we're really going completely. This is completely I'm opposite. Going, I'm going with Jacoby Brissett on this one. I'm going to tell wow. you why. He's got his boy T.Y. Hilton, who still could make plays. He did well. He Marlon did. Mack is a future stud. <laughs> I do like Marlon Mack. He's going to d- replicate exactly what he did last week. Whoa, I, whoa. I think he's going to go over 100 yards. He's not going to get 174. He'll go say, over 100. Be as a but, but I could see this game. The line. I think that Delaney Walker <laughs> there we go. is going to have a good game. Mariota will do okay, but it's not going to be enough. That defense of the Titans is very good. They shut up Baker Mayfield. Jacoby Brissett is not going to get touched because that offensive line oh. is the best in football. Okay. He's going to stand back there. He's going to find his guys. They're going to make plays, and they're going to get this win. I'm going with the Colts winning this game. Hmm, I'm going to go with them getting 24 to the Titans, 18. You made a lot of good points, but I think the problem is going to be for the Colts. I think the running game won't be as effective. The Titans will clamp down. They held Nick Chubb to just 75 yards, and I love Marlon Mack, but to me, Nick Chubb's a better player. I could see the Titans holding him right around 100, maybe a touch under. I think Jacoby Brissett's going to have to throw it a little too much, and that's not the situation the Colts want to be in. So that's ultimately why I think the Titans win this game. You know, it's, it, it's a tall order for Jacoby Brissett, but I think he's been there and he could prove that he could take it. This is a tough defense. He's going to really have yeah. to make some plays. So I, I have confidence and I have faith in that he could definitely do that. All right. Well, it's going to be a good game, another division matchup. These teams play a lot of great games, so it'll be interesting to see what happens out there. We're going to go to commercial break. Next up, we're going to have the Dallas Cowboys and the Washington Redskins. How about them Cowboys? What's up, GT fans? Have you followed our social media pages yet? Follow our Instagram and Twitter pages at GT Sports Talk 2, where we provide your all access pass to everything sports. Once again, that's at GTS Sports Talk 2. Now back to the studio. So we're back here with the Cowboys and the Redskins. And. Cowboys Redskins, another divisional game. Seems to be another theme for this week. A lot of divisional games early in the season. Cowboys six point favorite. And they're in Washington. Cowboys 1 0, Skins 0 1. A big storyline for me is Zeke Elliott. Will the Cowboys start feeding him more? I would hope so. I would think so. 13 carries apiece for Pollard and Elliott last week. So that's going to change, I would assume. Will Dak Prescott stay hot? We saw what Wednesday to the secondary of the Redskins. Can, Car- can Dak do the same or something similar? Will Michael Gallup be involved? Amari Cooper. For the Redskins, the big storyline is no Darius Geis. So it'll be the Chris Thompson and Adrian Peterson show in the backfield. And then you got TJ McLean. This kid came onto the scene for the Redskins. Seven catches, 125 yards, and a touchdown. Can he be a factor again? Could he be the Redskins' top receiving option, as crazy as that sounds? Because they don't really have many. Jordan Reed, the walking tin man, will not play again. Because why would he? Hmm. Um, what jumps out at you with the boys and the Redskins in D.C.? 
I just think it's going to be a bloodbath for the Cowboys. I think the Zeke is going to run all over the place. I think Gallup is going to have a nice day. Um, Cooper's going to go off too. I just don't think that the Redskins have enough firepower to stay with this team. And I think the uh, um, Cowboys defense is going to go off too. They're going to get to the quarterback. They're going to make uh, Keenum under pressure a lot. He's going to cause a lot of mistakes. The receiving core for this team, I'm not sold on, even though Terry McLaren, the uh, rookie, did have a nice game last week. Um, I'm just not sold on this team. I'm really not. Vernon Davis did have a nice day. Darius Geis is injured, but now they're going to be using Chris Thompson and Adrian Peterson. I think Peterson could have maybe 70, 80 yards in a score, but it's a Cowboys day all day. I'm going to go with them scoring 31. I'm going to go. I'm going to be generous and give the uh, the uh, Redskins 17. So we think the Cowboys cover back-to-back weeks in the NFC East. Yeah. I, I'm thinking similar to you are. I think the Redskins can maybe hang around for a little bit, but ultimately it's not going to be enough. I think they'll put up like 17 points. I can see Cowboys 24. I think it'll be a touch closer than people think. The Redskins were close to the Eagles last week, but the Cowboys will definitely get it done. They're the better football team. My X factor in the defense, Demarcus Lawrence for the Cowboys. We'll see if he can get going. I can see a sack or two from him. So that'll be interesting to watch. Also, what's going on with Trent Williams? He's still not going to play for the Redskins? I haven't heard anything about it, but he was supposed to be back this week and he still hasn't shown up, so it looks like it could get a bit messy. Yeah, do you think he's a candidate to be traded at the deadline, even though they said they won't trade him? I mean, How is this going to end? I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't just trade him and get some value. <laughs> they were offered a first-round pick, but they didn't. I think they're foolish to pass up on that, especially due to his age and his injury history, but that's besides the point. I think that... He should be up. If the, if he's not going to show up, like, what's the point of even keeping him, you know? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, yeah, I think that he could be traded, but him not showing up this week is a bit concerning for them. So here we go with the NFC East. It looks like the Cowboys will get off to a 2-0 start based on the prediction. So if the Eagles lose, Cowboys win, they'll be atop the NFC East. Yeah, that's great. So we'll see what happens with that. And the next game we have is the Chiefs-Raiders, our next game. The Raiders had a surprising victory against the Broncos. The Chiefs beat up on the Jaguars. So what are you looking for in this game with your X-Factors? Chiefs, a seven-point favorite on the road. Both teams are 1-0, so in theory, they could be fighting for the AFC West crown in Week 2. I think that the Raiders are a decent team. I think they proved it on Monday night, even though they beat the Broncos, and I'm not sold on the Broncos by any means. Um, I think that the Chiefs are going to score a lot of points, as they always do. I could see Sammy Watkins replicating what he did last week, going over 100 yards. He's not going to get over almost 203 scores. I think Travis Kelsey's going to have another nice day. I really feel um, you're going to see LaShawn McCoy. He should be the lead back. He proved it last week. He's going to get a lot of carries, a lot of yards. Um, with the uh, Raiders, I think that um, Derek Carr is going to replicate what he did last week, especially since the Chiefs' defense is abysmal, in my opinion. Uh, Darren Waller, the tight end, he's a breakout star. He's going to yeah. have a nice game. He catches 70 yards last week. Um, Tyrell Williams proven to be he's a good, uh, solid pickup for the um, Raiders. It's going to be... Interesting to watch. I, I still think the Chiefs get this one. I think they get the dub. I think we all could agree with that. I'm going to go with the Chiefs going over 30 and the um, 
Raiders going 20. I'm going to go 31-20. Okay, so you have the Chiefs covering. My storylines with this game, how old Mahomes was spawned without Tyreek Hill. He hasn't played without him yet, really. When Nicole Harmon step up, well, he had no catches. No, He was not in the stat sheet last week. He's going to have a bunch of chances now. Will Sammy Watkins stay hot? 200 yards last week. We talked about him at length. Travis Kelsey, will he step up? Also, will LaShawn McCoy take over this backfield? I think you believe he will. He should based off what he did last week. 81 yards to around 26 for Damian Williams. No competition last week. Michelle McCoy is the best back in the Chiefs' backfield. Will they start to feed him more? Will they increase his workload, you think? Also, for the Raiders, will Josh Jacobs stay hot? The rookie had a great game. Over 100 all-purpose yards and two touchdowns. The Chiefs' defense can't stop a nosebleed, so I can see him having a good day. But ultimately, it's Derek Carr. It's Pat Mahomes. The pick's pretty simple. It's a Chiefs day. Yeah, of course it is. doesn't matter that it's in Oakland. And I think the Chiefs cover the spread as well. I'm going to go 31-21. Yeah, I agree. So we, our scores are pretty similar, actually. Yeah, so it's very similar for this game. So next up, we're going to do the 49ers and Bengals. 49ers and Bengals right when we get back from this. Yes, when we get back. What's up, GNT fans? Have you followed our social media pages yet? Follow our Instagram and Twitter pages at GT Sports Talk 2, where we provide your all-access pass to everything sports. Once again, that's at GTS Sports Talk 2. Now back to the studio. For, 49ers, Bengals. We have another West Coast team traveling to the East. 49ers, 1-0. Bengals. Owen one Bengals are a one-and-a-half-point favorite in this one. So we'll see what takes place. They're the home team, and I think they're going to get this win. Zach Taylor and Andy Dalton, because they actually have something cooking. Over 400 yards in Seattle for Dalton. My most stunning takeaway from week one. Tyler Boyd only had 60 yards. I want to see more from him. But John Ross stole the show, 160 yards. And the 49ers' big storyline is going to be Matt Bereda. Taking over for Coleman. Coleman left the game with injury. He'll be out for a few weeks. Also, will Jimmy G play better? He was not very impressive. 160 yards, a touchdown, and pick six. What jumps out at you when you're looking at these two wonderful football teams hmm. play? Probably the best game of the week, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I can't <laughs> wait for this game. I'm, Dude, I'm I losing get popcorn for this game. I'm losing sleep over it, <laughs> as we can tell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this game, there's not really much to talk about. Um, I think the 49ers are, need to be a lot better. You know, last week I was expecting a lot from Kittle. He didn't do much. Jimmy Garoppolo's got to get him the ball a lot more. Dante Pettis was dealing with an injury. He said today he feels 100% healthy, so he should get a lot of more targets. Uh, Marquise Goodwin, I don't know why they're not targeting him. He's a complete speedster. He's mm -hmm. a deep threat. I don't know the why burner. they don't take shots down the field with him. But with the um, <clears throat> excuse me, the Bengals, they have no AJ Green right now. They do have Boyd, who could, and John Ross, who just I don't know where this came from. He, he ran the fastest time at the forty, at the combine with his forty-yard time and four point two, whatever it was, four point two eight, I think. So they need they're getting him involved. I think that's very good to do because he you're seeing now why he was drafted where he was drafted. So with this, and Joe Mixon, he may play. That's a big plus for them. With this, I'm, I'm not going to really feed into this. 
Uh, I'm going to go with the Bengals winning this one barely. It's going to be an ugly game. It's disgusting. I mean, the only thing I'll watch is to see if I have anybody in fantasy. Maybe they could get a few receptions and scores. But it's going to be a bang. Yeah, Boyd. Kittle. Kittle. I have a few... um, I have a few players. I have Marquise Goodwin. I have um, Dante Pettis in a few leagues. But anyway, with that, I'm going to go with this one going 23-17 Bengals. Yeah, I could see an ugly game as well. Will George Kittle get more involved? I think he'll get it going. I'm not too worried about Kittle. Will Mixon get more involved? He left one injury. How is he doing with the injury? I think he's going to have a big day as long as he's healthy and playing. So I think the Bengals will ride Mixon. I think Dalton will make some timely throws. Bengals win this game 26-23. I think it'll be an ugly one as well. You'll see some points. It won't be fun to watch, really. I definitely won't watch it if I can avoid it, and I probably will be able to. So, yeah. But hopefully we get the pick right. We'll see. And Boyd plays a good game. Next up, we have another more interesting game, I would think. Jacksonville and the Texans. And this guy, Gardner Minshew, has he become the most interesting man in the NFL? Yeah, he has. Have you heard, have you heard about some of the stuff with this dude? What's some of the stuff? He apparently stretches before games in a jock strap only. That's very uh, off-putting and disgusting. <laughs> I don't know why he does that, but it gives something to laugh about, I guess. Yeah, I figured we could lighten the mood here, but he was a stud at Washington State. Almost 5,000 yards, 38 touchdowns, and nine picks. And he actually set a record. In his start, he was the first guy in his debut to throw for over 88% completion percentage while throwing 15 passes or more. He was 22 of 25. Two touchdowns, two picks, one pick actually, but you know what? Can he sustain this? I don't know. I don't really know much about this dude. The Jaguars are going to have to get Leonard Fournette going if they're going to win this football game. He averaged five yards a carry last week, 13 for 66. That's a good sign. DJ Chark played a good game. I want to see D.D. Westbrook get more involved for the Jaguars offense. But this is a tall order for the Jaguars for Minshew. He had a good week, but I don't think it's going to last. Although the Texans' defense looked bad, I think they're going to figure it out. J.J. Watt didn't have a stat last week. That's not going to happen again. So I think the Texans get it done. Watson will play well. The running game, could they keep it up? What are some of your takeaways? What are you looking for in this one? I just want to see how they get, yeah, like Fournette involved. I agree. Uh, it, it all depends on getting him going, D.D. Westbrook and all the boys going. That's basically uh, what I'm really looking forward to with the Jaguars and to see how uh, this guy, whatever his name is, Miss you, really could lead the team. He did <laughs> yeah, do well last about, week. we'll see I guess. Yeah, we'll see exactly what he's definitely about. So you got a prediction for the game? Um, I'm going to go with them taking this game, actually. New Jaguars? Yeah. You're going for the upset? Whoa. Yeah, I'm going for the upset. What's your so, score? Uh, 23-17. All right, I'll do Texans 24-16. I think the Jaguars barely cover the spread. I think you'll see some stuff from the Jaguars. It won't be enough. Texans will make a few more plays. Hop will do his thing. I also think Will Fuller could be the X Factor this week. He didn't do that much last week. I want to see him get more involved. Can Carlos Hyde continue to be the leading rusher? Can Duke Johnson make some plays? We'll see. But... We're, wow, we have some we have some fun games this week. A lot of different opinions here. Yeah. So next up, we're gonna switch this up to commercial break. We got the Seahawks, Steelers. Then we got Cardinals, Ravens. So we're staying in AFC North. That'll wrap up the one o'clock games. Yes, it will. 
What's up, GNT fans? Have you followed our social media pages yet? Follow our Instagram and Twitter pages at GT Sports Talk 2, where we provide your all access pass to everything sports. Once again, that's at GTS Sports Talk 2. Now back to the studio. This is one of the most interesting games of the week, in my opinion. Steelers, Seahawks. Steelers took it on the chin last week to Bobby's Patriots. Uh-huh. And the Seahawks had an embarrassing win. Probably one of the most embarrassing wins of the week. So they're 1-0. There's another West-East situation going here. I'm going to stay consistent. Steelers, three-and-a-half-point favorite. They'll cover the spread. 30-24 to 24 Steelers. Here's the thing. Can Big Ben wake up? He didn't play his best game at interception. Can the Steelers get James Conner going? He was horrendous. Just 21 yards against you guys last week. For the Seahawks, DK Metcalf was a surprise. Four catches for 90 yards. Can Russell Wilson get more plays going in the passing game? Under 200. Chris Carson had just 50 yards rushing. So they're going to need to do better. The Steelers' defense wasn't good. How do you see this one going? I think that the Steelers are going to lose this football game. Oh, wow. We are going crazy today with these opposite picks. I think that this um, Seahawks are going to get the dub on this. I could see Russell Wilson having a nice game. Uh, DK Metcalf showed what he could do. He's going to get the ball a lot. Uh, Tyler Lockett's going to go off. I think Chris Chris Carson is going to run all over the place. You saw last week against the Steelers, Michelle didn't do well, but... um, Burkhead did well when he was in there, and so did um, James White. So I could see Chris Carson running all over them. I think that the the uh, secondary of the Steelers, and you saw it for yourself, is abysmal. Oh, I yeah. think he's going to take advantage of that. I think that the um, the front seven of the Steelers is going to have trouble containing Russell Wilson. It's not going to be pretty. I'm going to go with the the uh, Seahawks winning 30 with the with Ju- I'll say this with the Steelers. James Connor will get in the end zone. He'll get over 100 yards rushing. Okay. And Juju is going to have a nice day. He's going to go for seven grabs over 100, and I think he's going to get his first touchdown of the year. James Washington will get over a couple. Uh, Dante Moncrief, get him out of the lineup. He sucks. Moncrief's garbage. Yeah, he sucks. Um, so I'm going to go with the Seahawks getting the dub 30-21. to 21. I like that, even though I wanted the opposite pick, obviously. But Steelers... I think James Washington will be solid. I think him and Juju both go over 100. I also think Vance has a big day, gets into the end zone. I can see around 70 to 80 yards for Vance McDonald. He was very quiet last week. The Seahawks struggled tremendously against Andy Dalton. So, Ben, this is your chance to shine. You're definitely better than Dalton. you got better weapons than Dalton. So, time to take advantage of the situation. I think they do. Steelers get that dub at home. They move to 1-1. One one. We'll see what happens. So, we're going to stay in the north. Cardinals Ravens and the Ravens are a huge 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 favorite 13 points it's a big spread it's a big ask do you think the Ravens cover this do you think the Cardinals can even challenge them the two storylines are definitely the quarterbacks here Lamar Jackson can he keep up his crazy game he had last week will he go off again will Kyler Murray take that momentum he had from the fourth quarter in overtime and bring it into him with Baltimore this is a tough task for the kid traveling to Baltimore Another east-to-west, west-to-east situation, but Kyler Murray is going to have his hands full with this Ravens defense. His first true road game, tough environment. What do you think? I think it. these two quarterbacks are very similar in every way. 
Um, so I think both defenses can prepare for these two very, very well. Um, but with that being said, I think the Ravens are going to get this win. I think the defense is a lot better than the defense the Cardinals faced last week. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think Kyler Murray's in for a, a rude awakening. Um, I think on the other hand, I think Lamar Jackson's going to get the ball to Mark Ingram a lot, keep running, the, giving him the rock, and you see what he could do. Um, Hollywood Brown showed you exactly what he could do. There was speculation he wasn't going to play because of his hip. That's not an issue. <laughs> he is going to play. He's calling God. He's going to be having a big day. Sneed will have a few catches. Let's go, Sneed. It's, it's, it's going to be a Ravens day. Those bir- those two birds, it's going to be all Ravens. It's going to be 30. I'm going to go with to 13, 30-13. So you think they cover. Hollywood yeah. Brown was an absolute stud. Yeah. 147 yards, two touchdowns. Andrews had a good game as well for the Ravens. 81 yards, a touchdown. So I think he's underrated at tight end because they got Hayden Hurst going. I, I like that assessment of Willie Sneed. I think he'll get into the end zone. I think this will be a Ravens day as well. I'm going to say Ravens 35, Cardinals 10. I think this is a beatdown. Yeah, I, I agree. I think Murray's going to have three turnovers. The only thing I'd look for is David Johnson. 140 yards from scrimmage last week in a touchdown. Might be a tough day for him as well. I think there's going to be a lot of pressure on DJ, especially because Murray's going to be in over his head. So, yeah, it's a Ravens day, Ravens roll. Yeah, agreed. So next up, we are going to go to the 4 o'clock games. We have Broncos, we have Bears, and that's our next game. What's up, GT fans? Have you followed our social media pages yet? Follow our Instagram and Twitter pages at GT Sports Talk 2, where we provide your all access pass to everything sports. Once again, that's at GTS Sports Talk 2. Now back to the studio. Two 0 1 football teams. The Chicago Bears are traveling to Denver to face the Broncos. These teams actually mirror each other in a lot of ways. Good defenses. Offense is mediocre. The Bears is definitely a better team, but it's tough to play a mile high sometimes. Broncos are a two and a half point underdog at home. So, with that being said, I have another fun stat for the Broncos. 33 and 3 in their first two weeks at home over a long period of time. Wow. So, that's really saying something. And that's straight up with no spread involved. So that's a fun fact for them. Here's what I'm looking for in a Broncos backfield. Phillip Lindsay and Royce Freeman split carries, which I found very odd. Do you think Phillip will take that back? I'm really surprised by that, honestly. Freeman at 10, Lindsay at 11. Joe Flacco is okay, his mediocre self, but 216 a touchdown, whatever. Bears were horrendous. We've touched on them enough. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing with the Bears that actually caught me off guard. Cohen didn't even get a handoff. I didn't yeah. even realize that. That was very strange. Well, they only ran it 15 times. Yeah, they should start running it more with Montgomery, and he yes. showed you what he could do, the kid. I mean, for crying out loud. But, but to go back to your question, I think that Philip Lindsay should be the lead back. I'm sorry. He proved it last year. Undrafted free agent, showed up Royce Freeman. I'm sorry. Yeah, he did. And he's got to uh, – He's got to uh, run the football. I'm sorry. He's, he's he's the playmaker. He's the one. You want to put in Royce Freeman, you put it in to give him a break on one or two carries every couple of drives, okay? Yeah, I'm That's not it. sure what Fangio's doing. No, I don't either. I don't, I don't, I don't know. don't get what, that at all. Yeah, and it's already – it's only week two and we're talking about that. But with this game <laughs> – Yeah, right. With this game, I'm going with the uh, 
with the Bears. The Bears are not going to be embarrassed like they did last week. I think the offense will pick it right back up. This defense for the Bears is scary. They get after the quarterback. Khalil Mack will pick up right where he left off, and he will take care of business. I think uh, Allen Robinson is going to make a lot of plays. I think you're going to see Montgomery get a lot more hand, more carries, yeah, and it's going to be a Bears day. And the uh, and Fal, f- excuse me, Flacco is going to throw a couple interceptions, call, th- turn the ball over. It's not going to be pretty. I'm actually going the other way with this one. I like my stats, so I'll go my 33 and three chance. I'll take it up to 34 and three. Broncos, you know what? Their offense isn't great. You're right. This game's going to be tough to watch. I wouldn't watch it if you paid me. That's how bad this might be. I think the first team to 20 wins this ball game, maybe even 17. But I think the Broncos are going to get it done. The Bears really were uninspiring. Now they have to go face a tougher defense, and they're not home this time. I don't know how the Bears are even going to score 17 points. How are they even going to do it? They're going to have to do their play going a lot better than it was for the first week, that's for sure. The Broncos just have to be okay. They don't have to be that great. Flacco has to get the ball to Sutton, Sanders, and we need to see more of Philip Lindsay. I couldn't agree more. I don't know what we're doing with Royce Freeman. I mean, Lindsay's the better back. Did he play that great last week? No, but he should, he proved that he should be the lead back. And I think that we I'd like to see Flacco get Noah Fan involved. I got the Broncos winning this one, 17-14. Shield your eyes, people. This game's going to be god-awful. 2016 Bears. Yeah, so that's what we have for that. Next up, we have a much more exciting game. This actually might be game of the day. This is the revenge. The rematch. Saints and Rams. The controversial P.I. Finally, the Saints can rectify it. In Los Angeles. Two-point underdogs. We got Kamara playing great ball, 170 from scrimmage. Drew Brees almost 400 yards. Ted Ginn, over 100, the second receiver on this team. Can he sustain that? And I'm not sure if he can, but last week he had it going. The Rams, what are they going to do with that running game? Will Gurley get more touches? Only 14 last week, but 97 yards. And will Jared Goff be better? He didn't play preseason. He needs to get cooks. He needs to get cut more involved. He didn't do it last week. Just 39 yards, 46 yards. Brother, how do you see this one going? What are you thinking? Uh, I, I just think that the Saints are going to get revenge. I think that Gurley will get his carries. He'll get back to it. I think that Goff will play a lot better than he did last week. Cooks will get more involved in, in the passing game. Um... I see <clears throat> Cooper Cup doing well. I could see mm. Robert Woods have it's gonna be the same game it was last time, minus the big uh non call. <laughs> but I think the Saints this time are gonna make too many plays. I think Kamara's gonna run all over them. Uh especially because last week uh Christian McCaffrey had two hundred all purpose yards against them. So that's gonna be a problem. They can't stop him. Um the Saints will be getting um this dub on this and the Rams are going to be conquered not so fast it's gonna be rams at home the saints don't travel well the rams they don't really have a home field advantage per se but i like their team a little bit more still i think Gurley's gonna go over 100 i think you'll see him get 20 touches i think you'll see him up that pitch count i think jared goff's gonna be much better i think he'll throw for two touchdowns i'm gonna say Cooks gets a touchdown. Cooper Cup gets a touchdown. They both go over 100 yards. Robert Woods plays an all right game. 
Rams defense clamps down when they need to. Donald will make a big play. Saints, I think their defense will struggle a little bit on the road. They were not very good against the Texans. Now they got to face an even better offense with the Rams. I think the Rams keep the Saints down, and they go to 2-0. Uh, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think, it, I think they're going to get revenge. Well, this has been a fun week. We have a lot of different picks. I can't wait to see who wins this week. Hopefully I can bring myself up and rise from the ashes of defeat. And we'll see. Hopefully touchdown or audible goes a lot better for me this week. But for our week two previews, I'm Julian Gallardi. I'm Bobby Thompson. And we'll see everyone soon with our reactions from week two. Follow, like, subscribe, sponsor. If you like what you're hearing, keep it going. Tell a friend. We thank everyone for listening. Bobby T and Julio G. He likes the Pats. I like the Jets. Hoping we can win some bets. Debating sports, we have a blast Running fast like we in the flats Yankees talk, we do it all Don't forget about basketball Hockey too, begin the brawl